this was, I believe, off the check-in again. We're joined now by Scott Gerard and Tim Lacombe. And I think the Jazz, this is the sixth time, if I said that right, when the night started, in which the Jazz played back-to-back -back games against people. And the Jazz, I believe, only lost the second game in L.A. of all of those against the, the second night against the Clippers. Wow. It's impressive, uh, and and honestly, one twenty six ninety four thirty. I mean, and and you know, you bring up an interesting point that this game was never really in doubt. And coach and I talked on pregame. I'm with you, David. I like. I thought we were in for a dogfight tonight, and uh, there it, it couldn't be anything further from the truth, coach, because it was just. I mean, it it, it was just complete and total domination. Well, I, I kind of saw uh, what you guys did. I mean, to me, the intriguing thing about tonight was the the matchup in the chess match kind of between the staffs and David, I have to agree with you. I didn't see uh, much of any kind of different type of scheme. I, I actually saw, um, you know, everything kind of fall apart. It, it was more like there were many holes in the dam, and not enough appendages to, to, you know, stop that. So uh, I thought the jazz were really focused and that was the key for what we talked about tonight. Pre-game was, this is all now about mindset and, and focus, and I thought the Jazz were really locked in. The only difference that I saw, and I brought this up to David, that they, they, they were running a side pick and roll there early. Um, but still, it still just gets them mid-range shots. You know, it doesn't look uh, weak side for three-point shooting or anything like that. So it, it's, to me, that's, uh, even though they made that little adjustment that was not, was not effective at all, uh, I don't know. It just doesn't. It just doesn't do anything for you, you know. Like I, on the mid-range shot thing, and I, I mean, I know this is my drum, and like, like, I I've been professing this for a long time, and like, I have a vision of like what used to be what I thought was the perfect shot distribution, which was 40-40-20. We talked about it all the time. It's not anymore. It's thirty-five forty-five twenty, and it might actually be thirty-five forty-eight fifteen now. Like, the Jazz are there, right? Quinn Snyder's adapted slightly off 44 to 20 to 35, 45. 35% of your shots at the rim, 45% of your shots is three, and 20% of your shots are mid-range. Okay, you've got to take some mid-range. And DeMar DeRozan's really good at it. But, Tim, are you at all with me that, like, Luke Samanich and Keldon Johnson and Devin Vassell stepping into 18-foot mid-range jumpers is negligent? Oh, it has to be. Yeah. I mean, and the crazy thing is, you know, it, it took me a while. I was, you were always on the front end of, but the, but that it's just now it just seems so futile to me that, that that's the shot you're trying to get, you know, or that's the, again, DeRozan makes it through an entire game without an attempt from three. Me has made a three since what was it? Mar March 26th. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's offensive actually. That's like just deciding to be silly. It's actually defensive. Yeah. Right. Hey <laughs> Um, but I mean, on the other end, it's like, I, I mean, I don't want to like be all over pop, but like he's responsible. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the thing. You got a hall of fame coach. Like what's going on? Like you got a point at the coach, right? Uh, yeah. He's responsible. And the young players that he's supposedly teaching are not being taught the modern game. Yeah. And that's that. If I was a Spurs fan, that would be really problematic to me. I think what's so surprising guys is that they, score 111 they give up 111 and without looking at a shot chart or you know what they what games they've won and lost and that kind of thing if i was just looking at that that's okay these guys are in most of the ball, ball games even though they're 
two-point shooters, I mean mid-range shooters, they're in basketball games, giving themselves a chance to win. The three games that we played here against, against San Antonio, um, it just tells me that teams can really take advantage, and, and should take advantage anyway, of, of, the, of their offense. It just... Yeah, when, you, when the Jazz average 43 attempts from three per game, yeah. and they take 28, I mean, just off the top, that's a, that's a huge numbers problem yeah, for the other team. I mean, I said it last night on our post, I think it was on our post game show two nights ago. I said, okay, the mid range game was cute tonight because they shot 54%, but when they shoot badly, it's going to be really ugly, and that's mm-hmm. what they did tonight. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, great call tonight. Uh, a lot of uh, tap dancing in a blowout. You guys I don't did a great know job. Was that good a call? Trent Forrest got me literally tongue tied on a tongue I didn't expect to see coming. Where's Hans? <laughs> I don't know. They don't call his name. Maybe maybe Friday. Well, last last <laughs> we heard, he was headed to Weezer for a quick trip oh, back in Weezer. Okay. That's spelled W E E Z Z E R. Yeah. <laughs> Weren't you guys golfing today or something, Scotty? Uh, we were up at Cedar Hills. Yeah. Where's Cedar Hills? Uh, that's up in uh, Cedar Hills. Where is Cedar Hills? I don't Hills? know I my Utah I geography. Where is that? Cedar Hills is a good one, Ron. Yeah, oh, that, really? Yeah, you'd like that course. Why don't they I play? Why don't they play junior tournaments there? I don't know. That's a Tell great question. Tell the people at Cedar Hills we need more nice golf courses to play junior tournaments. Uh, it's got about what a hundred foot drop off off number one. Oh. It's a fun course. Yeah, you'd like it, Ron. Okay, then I need to get up there. But I just, of I just heard Fort of another Canyon. course here, and you probably know it, Scotty, since it's going north, uh, called Ramona, Ramona, or something like that. Uh, by Willard Bay or something like that? Yeah, I do not know that course. Oh. I know the other one out there. What's the one? Uh, eat, uh, what's the one that you head out that way and turn left? Sleep, oh. Sleepy Ridge? No. no uh, e- Eagle. Glen, uh, Glen Eagle. Eagle. Glen Eagle. Glen Eagle. Yeah, Glen Eagle. that's yeah. where Arden, Arden likes yeah. that. She liked those greens. She dropped a 69 there last year from the white tees. That's her, like, best round ever. Not bad. Six, not, 69 will work for you? Yeah. Uh, Booner, why don't you come up? We'll, uh, we'll hit the ridge there, Bountiful. Okay, you got it. Done and done. No, I haven't no, played no, no, the no, Bountiful no. since I, like, broken seven iron there, like, 25 years ago <laughs> out with of, Jeff German. Out of anger? Uh-huh, I stopped hey. playing for, like, a year because afterwards I walked and off the course. Booner, my offer to anytime you want to play at Nibley, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> That's my kind of country Wait club, baby. You know, the thing <laughs> about the Jazz this year is they haven't needed a Glendale or a Nibley all year. They haven't? Remember, last yeah, year, you're right. You're right. They have Scotty, not. did you ever hear us last year? <laughs> yeah. Like every now and then, you need a Glendale or a Nibley. Like if you're playing Promontory or Glenwild all the time, eventually you don't think you're very good. Yeah. We actually haven't needed one yet this year. <laughs> all right. So, by so, the way, I got to. I don't know if you're listening. I got to share it one more time. Did you guys hear my note about how often we've led by 20 in the third <laughs> quarter of games? Well, I don't know. I don't think they've heard about the Euro foul either, David. <laughs> you know, Ron, you know, <laughs> that's called a Euro foul. <laughs> and the interesting thing, <laughs> it's not legal in Europe. And he did a study on it, that's for sure. <laughs> that reminds me of the time I impersonated Majerus, and he let me do it. And we went to dinner. He, we got back to the hotel, say goodbye, and as I was walking out the door, elevator door was shut, and he said, if you ever impersonate me on the air again, I'll break your neck. <laughs> <laughs> and, David, that was your fault. It's funny. It's because he threatened to break my neck a few times, too. There were several threats that were made there. Great great call, guys. Chat with you on Friday. My, I don't think it was only my neck, actually. Oh, I don't, eh, never mind. There's more to say. All right. That wraps it up for the uh, broadcast. Coming up, we'll recap everything and uh, get you ready for the postgame show straight ahead. Jazz, get the big victory. It's all right here on the Jazz Radio Network. 
Welcome on back. Jazz get the victory, dominating victory over the Spurs. Final score, 126 to 94. As the Jazz get the 32-point W, led by 24 at the break, and uh, put it on cruise control, park that car in the driveway, and the Jazz get their 48th win of the season. 29-4 and four at home this year, too. Just dominating at home here. It's it's so exciting to think that you know they're putting themselves in a position to play so many games at home in the playoffs. Yeah, certainly been something that uh, you know in the past when they've had success, that's been a, a, a key component. So certainly a great night in that respect tonight. So uh, we'll go through some of the scoring in this one, but let's just say it was a big one for um, the Jazz. Jordan Clarkson who had thirty points, and our, our good buddy Tyson Ewing said it's the first time. Uh, since uh, Adrian Dantley did it back in 1985 that a jazz player scores 30 points in only 25 minutes of play. So 25 minutes out on the court, 30 points on the board. And I loved AD's mindset. You know, oh, yeah. We talk all the time. And, and you know, it, it doesn't take a, very many of these to, to make you remember why Jordan Clarkson's so valuable. And, um, you know, the mindset is really the key because he can have a night like tonight and he doesn't get too high or too low. Um, he can have a tough night. But the key is that pressure is constantly on. He's he's uh, every time he checks in the game, the other team has to take note of it, and he's uh, you know he's just an absolute weapon in that regard. We'll talk more about it coming up in the post game show. You'll also hear from uh, the coach Quinn Snyder. You'll hear from the players as well as we kick off your post game show next. For all of those signing off along our affiliate networks, we appreciate you listening. And remember, we'll be back with you coming up on Friday with a big one on Friday against the Denver Nuggets. Until then, I'm Scott Gerard. That's Tim Lacombe. Uh, for those sticking around, well, guess what? We'll kick off your postgame show next. You're listening to Jazz Basketball. Jazz win 126-94 on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Basketball, it's your postgame show right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. 126-94 is your final. Scott Gerard hanging out with Tim Lacombe. And what a night tonight for the Utah Jazz getting it done. Uh, another wire-to-wire finish. Um, actually, I take that back. I think the Spurs actually led like 6-5 or 10-8 or something like that. I got it for you. Oh, Tyson Ewing to the rescue. He said uh, three games versus San Antonio this year. Utah led for 140 uh, minutes and 26 seconds, tied for two minutes and 40 seconds, seven seconds, and the Spurs led in the three games for only 47 seconds. Wow. 47 seconds. Jeez. So what we want is Jazz to take first, Spurs to win the play-in. Oh, yes. You want that would be good. You want the Spurs on that wall. You need them on that wall. Yes, you do. Jazz and Spurs. Let's you go. You can't handle the Spurs. Uh, love to try, though. Jazz with a, just a dominating victory. And, and let's start with Jordan Clarkson. 30 points tonight. Uh, we talked about him in a little bit in the pregame show. Uh, he said in the shoot around today, look, I'm a baller. That's what I do. I go out and shoot. I get opportunities. I'll make opportunities. I'm going to knock him down. And tonight, 12 of 16 from the field, 30 points in just 25 minutes. Also had six rebounds and also dished out four assists as well. Just a great night for, for Jordan. And really it's, it shows his value. Um, you know, I, I told you or in the pregame and then watching it, it kind of hit me during the game. You know, everybody else uh, is their typical um, nature when things get tough and, and there's way more on the line. A lot of guys tighten up. And you can see Jordan Clarkson's the same night in and night out. 
And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, people get frustrated that he doesn't make more than he, you know, he does. But I'm telling you, the value is nights like tonight because he's capable of that at any point. And that is a, a real, real scouting report threat. Let's go to the podium. It's Quinn Snyder, head coach of the Utah Jazz, addressing the media. Alrighty, uh, we'll start with Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Hey Quinn, so uh, tonight Jordan and Bogey go a combined 22 of 29 from the field. Can you just speak to uh, what was working so well for them that they could have that efficient of a night? Well, I think both those guys, you know, are capable of doing that. And there's some nights when, you know, it's going in and some nights when it isn't, um, you know, tonight obviously was, it was going in, but I think both of them are making quick decisions, you know, when they, when they receive the ball and they're managing, you know, not to necessarily to play, to play in a crowd um, because they're making quick reads, good, good decisions, you know, when to shoot, when to drive, when to pass. All right. Kristen Kenny at Jazz TV. Coach, how do you feel about your team's rhythm right now? Well, you know, I just think we're, we're trying to execute and we're trying to compete. And um, those two things, you know, create, create rhythm. Um, so, you know, every, every time I come out, you know, I thought we competed, especially after, you know, playing a team for the second time. Um, sometimes that becomes more challenging and same thing. I, I thought our execution, you know, was good tonight. Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune. When I was just going to ask about that being the second time you played this team in three days, that does require a level of execution. That's maybe at, at a different level because they kind of know what's coming a little bit. Did you see that level of execution tonight? Um, yeah, yeah, I think the, the biggest thing for us really from an execution standpoint is defensively. And, you know, I thought we did, you know, did a, a good job there, making sure shots were contested, you know, doing our best to keep them off the foul line. Um, there was a stretch where, you know, they had a few offensive rebounds, which is, you know, obviously, as you know, been an emphasis. But um, other than the, the first part of the third quarter where we, uh, we turned the ball over a couple of times, and I think out of that timeout, you know, we began to execute again. And a lot of that for us is just having the discipline and the commitment to running and spacing and, and then sharing the ball. So it's, a, you know, that, that that's execution in, in many respects. And it's usually reflected when, you know, we're able to get, get good shots. All right, last question, Dana Green, ABC4. Coach, um, being down a couple guys, how uh, important was it that, Nobody played more than 26 minutes. I mean, this is a tough stretch you're going through right now, and you're able to, you know, get, get the bench guys some play and, and, like I said, not have your main guys go too long. Well, you know, we've, we were fortunate to, to shoot the ball well. Um, you know, sometimes there's nights like that, as you mentioned, you know, with Boyan and, and Jordan, you know, just shooting the lights out. And, you know, as, as much as anything, you know, we, we're just – trying to compete and execute. I don't know at this point in the year, you know, you obviously want to try to stay fresh, but um, right now to me, it's, it's more of an emotional thing as well as you get towards the end of the year, um, you know, being able to play through fatigue, really, no matter how many minutes you have, just playing the right way. 
Okay. Thank you, Coach. It's Quinn Snyder. We were fortunate to hit some shots tonight. I love it. That's a great uh, You did better than that. You were knocking them down, and uh, this team just obliterated the Spurs team. 126 to 94. Jazz shot 55% from the field and a uh, pretty impressive 43% from three. Yeah, they took great shots. And, you know, when the Jazz get in that rhythm, when they move that ball, um, when everybody's willing to make the extra pass, you know, you see nights like tonight. And, um, you know, there really is a feeling out there that, you know, these guys are are starting to kind of really come together, feel like the, the some of the guys that needed that little jolt are getting that. So, I mean, you would never, ever want this scenario, you know, pick a scenario where you'd be missing – you know, very, very key pieces to your success at this time of year. But, you know, if you're dealt that, they're handling it great. And, um, you know, I, I've given a ton of credit, but I, I can't tell you, it's it's a big part of these coaches communicating and telling these guys and keeping in their ear and keeping them positive, you know, through tough things. And um, that's this is kind of the result. Those are your sharp stats of the game brought to you by Les Olson Company. Les Olson Company, your office technology partner take a break come back we'll still uh continue to get to the podium here from some of the players jazz get the convincing victory tonight over the spurs 126 94 right here on the uh, 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network Post-game show continues on. Jazz with a blowout victory tonight over the San Antonio Spurs. Post-game show brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. The sun is rising on adventure. Explore the world safely this summer in the all-new 2021 Subaru Crosstrek with the standard all-wheel symmetrical drive and more powerful engine. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Boyan Bogdanovich addressing the media after the Jazz get the big W. Here's Boyan. We'll start off with Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Hey, Boyan. So you obviously have been, you know, kind of on a tear these last uh, couple of weeks, but it seems like you took it to another level, especially early tonight, whether it was post-ups or finding those seams to the rim. What have you been feeling like in general? And then what were you seeing out there tonight that, that got you off to such a hot start? I mean, I'm, I'm feeling pretty well personally. I'm, I'm just trying to be aggressive. I know the teams need me to score more without without especially Donovan, but he averaged more than more than 25 points. So the game was was great once again for us. Our defense was on a point. They get out they get out with uh, with energy, but uh, but we were we were kind of more focused, more more aggressive. We control we control defensive board that allow us to. To run, to run more and 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 have a have easy buckets. We kind of they start to go under on our on our screen. So Joe really really punished them with a with a couple threes. So great game. All right, Kristen Kenny, Jazz TV is next. Hey Bogey, it's hard to face a team two times in a row and execute the way you guys did on both occasions. How do you feel about your team's? rhythm overall right now where you guys are at as you go down the stretch i mean our rhythm is it's, it's great right now right now we kind of figure out how to play without without donovan and mike we are trying to to run more but uh but we need those two guys to get a to get a rhythm back because they 
they are like two most important players for the for our team probably with uh with rudy as well so so we need them to to get their rhythm back but uh until they get back we are we are trying and we are doing pretty pretty good job sarah todd deseret news well and you, you mentioned needing to score a little bit more on that since donovan is out i'm we talked to you a bit in early in the season about how you were struggling a little bit and trying to find your footing after coming back from the injury and not feeling like yourself. Do you think that with Donovan out and having to take on a bigger role that it's kind of gotten you back into a little bit more of your rhythm? I mean, yes, for sure. But I, I would love to, to have him back on a, on, on a floor with us. So, so he get, he got ready for the, for the playoffs. Like I said, like I said before, but with him with him out i know that i'm gonna have a more shot than i than i used to have this season so so i can be a little bit patient i don't have to hunt my shot and then take take bad shots so so i'm kind of i'm playing kind of kind of relaxed but it's also good for me to get my my confidence back and, and and be ready for the for the playoffs next up ben anderson ksl sports boy on your finishing has just gotten a lot better uh, as the season has gone on, is that touch? Is that something that went away after you hurt your wrist? Is it just needing to be on the court more? What is it? I mean, I've, I was working all the time uh, on my finishes. I know that I was I was struggling big time around the rim, so that also caused me missing missing the three point shot because I didn't have a I didn't make those around the rim, so I didn't have a confidence to to, to shoot a three. So. Those those easy buckets are falling down right now, and then I'm I'm also shooting better for for three when I get in a game on, on on that wave. So I'm 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 trying to trying to work hard, but also I think that that confidence is it's, it's everything for 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 every player in, in in this league. So I'm I'm getting my my confidence back. Dana Green, ABC Four. Hey, Boyan, you guys have had uh, strong first quarters before and then not so much in the second or third, but tonight you guys really kept your foot on the gas. Uh, uh, was that kind of talked about, like we're up 20, let, let's let's drive this up to 40? I mean, every every single team in this league got a, got a quality, so it's 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 tough to beat to beat a team by, by by thirty, no matter if you are up by by 20, 25. So, so we are trying to play the, the same way. We had a couple couple easy easy turnovers in the uh, beginning of the of the second half they they punished us in, in a fast break but after after that we had a we had a run 15-0 or 18-4 I, I cannot remember so so we were we were playing the, the same way but but the other team the other team got a also also quality and, and great players Andy Larson Salt Lake Tribune Oh yeah and you guys were really efficient in offensive transition tonight scoring a lot of early baskets What's the key for you guys when you're when you're getting those and getting efficient looks early on in the possession rather than you know sometimes maybe some shots are forced or you know that kind of thing? I mean we are trying we are trying to run like like I said our, our defense was, was great last these two games against San Antonio so we had opportunities to run like I said we had a Joe had a couple easy easy buckets at the beginning of the of the game with them going under under on, on, on his screens and, and and then they had a they had their bigs way back so so we were we were pretty pretty efficient like you say I mean just trying to, to play faster. All right last question Ryan Miller KSL 
Hey, Bogey, what's been the secret to your post up being so successful lately? And how do you kind of decide when to post up? I mean, I'm I'm just trying to find uh, to find the matchups. I got a good, great chemistry with uh, with Joe, especially. He's trying to to put me down down on the post and 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 involve me more. So today they were trying to double me. I had a, I had one or two turnovers, so it was it was it was different game. But uh, but yeah, I'm just like I said, I'm trying to, to find myself easy easy buckets. So I'm trying to do whatever whatever it takes. So. I can. I, I used to pause before a lot, so the team is, is coach and, and team is trying to to get me involved more over there because we don't have we don't have many many post up players right now. All right, that's it for tonight. Thank you, Boyan. There you go, Boyan Bogdanovich addressing the media after a big one for the Utah Jazz final in this one, one twenty six to ninety four. Take a break. Come back. We continue on with your post game show, breaking down a big win for the Utah Jazz. We'll also get a scoreboard from across the nba a lot of people keep an eye on that atlanta phoenix game and uh well that one got out of hand fast we'll give you some of the details on that straight ahead right here on the zone sports network jazz basketball jazz get the victory tonight an easy one when your stars only have to play in the mid-20s in terms of minutes, it's not a bad night. Uh, Royce O'Neal, 25. Bogdanovich, 26. Niang, 23. Gobert, 22. Ingles, 25. And by the way, all but Royce O'Neal in double figures. As uh, Boyan Bogdanovich with 24 points. George Niang with 11. Rudy Gobert had 10 points and 8 rebounds in 22 minutes. And he is just fine with that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. He's great with it. Um you know the 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 biggest thing right now is to get through these games with a, find a way to win and and come out of the thing healthy and both things you know the Jazz are doing that and then they're also finding ways to improve and that's the part that's really encouraging. Joe Ingles uh, with seven assists in this game, but uh, back to uh, Rudy Gobert, eight rebounds, leads the team in rebounds overall, fifty three rebounds for the Jazz tonight, and those are your. Um, those are your rebounds, brought Master of the Glass, brought to you by Safe Light Auto Glass, uh, the local vehicle glass expert. They're ready for another great year of basketball and proud to be the preferred auto glass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Light Auto Glass, also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass rebound program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Light will donate $5 to the United Way of Utah for each rebound secured by the team's uh, rebound leader, Rudy Gobert. That's all you need to know. Yep. Uh, Rudy just say Rudy Gobert. Yep. We don't need to say rebound leader. Just or master of the glass. I mean, yeah, that should be the new nickname. Um, yeah, interesting. There you go, Rudy, otherwise known as master, master AKA. Of the glass. I like to use AKA. Yeah. yeah. That being said, you know those are dying off a little bit. I think they the are. kids People have, are getting the kids have caught on a bit because it was they were fast and furious. I know. I had a little thing on Twitter. Whenever the kids would transfer, they'd always say that being said. Scotty actually started the cool trend of following it. Yeah, and then uh, it's kind of died off. I think uh, somehow it got out there that probably you shouldn't be using that. Uh, George Niang, how about this? 11 points uh, in just 23 minutes. He played well. I mean, he really, there's you can't look at anybody and say, oh, that guy had an off night. Everybody was had a cranking tonight, and another nice night for Trent Forrest. Played 21 minutes. He was plus 18, six points, six rebounds, and uh, two assists, and a nasty dunk that got Lockall. Um, 
What's the right way to use? I mean, you got a tongue tied, I guess, is what he said. Tongue tied. Do we have that highlight, by the way? I'm kind of curious to see because I did, I did not hear it. Maybe during in our uh, post game show or, or in our last segment, we'll we'll see if we can. I play think I was highlight. yelling. I was like, he dunked it again, Scotty. And then I heard Locke. I, I got tongue tied. Don't not good. You mentioned George Niang while Alex is looking for that. Um, George Niang, uh, this is according to Tyson Ewing at Ty Ewing 2 uh, on Twitter. Jazz are now 16-1 and this season when Niang scores at 10 points or more in a game. Wow. So a little George Niang stat. As George goes, as gorgeous Georges goes. So, so goes the, the minivan. So does the Utah Jazz. Uh, also tonight, uh, you look at the uh, three-point uh, three-pointers made. Jazz continue to fill it up from beyond the three-point line, shooting 43%. And uh, that three-point line brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, helping members achieve their financial dreams for more than 80 years. Jordan Clarkson now addressing the media. Hey, Jordan, Bogey just said that confidence is the key to any you know player's game. What steps do you take to regain your confidence after you've been in a slump? Uh... I ain't even, I mean, I don't really pay attention to that stuff. Uh, I think we talked about it early this morning. I forgot who it was, but they kind of asked me something like that. Uh, like I said, I'm a hooper. I'm going to shoot my shots. You know, they're going to go in sometimes. They're going to, you're going to miss. It's part of the game. You know, uh, slumps is part of what happens, you know, throughout a long season. Um, you know, just it is what it is. You know, I keep my head down, keep grinding, keep taking the shots that are there. Uh, keep trying to make the plays and, um, when they fall, you know, it feels good. But, you know, I'm always confident. I'm always going to take those shots and, uh, you know, keep it rolling. Sarah Todd, Deseret News. Jordan, uh, through a lot of the early part of the season, um, Donovan especially would say to us that, you know, it's not about what, how you're playing in January, February, February, more about how you're playing in April, May and heading into the playoffs. I mean, I know you guys are playing without him right now, but, uh, is tonight kind of a representation of what he was talking about? Like, this is how you want to be playing at this point in the season? Oh, uh, yeah, especially defensively. I feel like we really locked in, um, you know, took the game plan, our coverages and everything, you know, really, uh, you know, really, you know, really serious and really locked in on that. And, uh, you know, you see the, uh, the deficit, you know, that we had them down and stuff like that. Uh, it's just us locking in and really focusing on the small things, little details. Uh, that coach puts us in, and then offensively, uh, we just kept keep doing what we're doing all year. You know, moving the ball, sharing the ball, spacing, and, and shooting threes. But um, you know, we just got to keep continuing to lock in on those uh, small things, especially getting late in the year. I think we have what five, six more games left. Uh, we just kind of tune it up these these last ones and uh, get ready for that time. Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune is next. Jordan, you had that pretty awesome third quarter, including that shot near the end of the quarter where you just had that contortionist throw it up to beat the clock one that went in. I know you said that you're a, you're a hooper and you're always going to shoot your shots and stay confident, but on a night like tonight when you're being that efficient, does it feel different? Can you tell when you're just in a total groove like that? I mean, when you see the ball go through the net early in the game and, you know, a good flow to the game, uh, definitely is a, a good feeling about it. Um, you know, wants you to keep making plays and and, and and keep it rolling. So definitely was feeling good for the shots to go in. 
Uh, I feel like, you know, a lot of these games that, you know, that I've been, you know, in a slump or whatever, um, you know, a lot of a lot of them just rolling out and, you know, missing, you know, they're right on point. So, you know, that's why I said I'm just going to keep taking them and, and keep playing. You know, coach wants us to play this style, um, keep doing what we're doing. So, you know, that's all I could do. Uh, Maxime Lagorge, uh, free agent out of France. Um, how do you explain the fact that they don't double you tonight, even if the league know you are the free, the, you are free in this team? Uh, say that again. Uh, why they don't double you uh, in defense on you, even uh, if you are free? Oh, uh, you talking about the defense? Yes, on you. Oh, when they, uh, you know, it's just making the plays. You know, you see, um, I'm trying to get off the ball when, you know, teams are, you know, doubling, sending defenses uh, at me. I think Toronto played a box of one for a second. It was weird. Um, you know, guys are blitzing me off the, off the handoffs, but I'm trusting my teammates, making the plays, making the next one, making the next pass. Um, you know, I've been seeing a lot of uh, game planning and, you know, a lot of stuff in this uh, second half of the season since All-Star break. So, um, definitely tuning it up for this uh, playoffs and, and uh, you know, seeing what they what they showing early. Uh, a lot of a lot of teams showing their hands a little early on, on game planning, but uh, I'll be ready for it when it's time. All right, Dana Green, ABC4. Hey Jordan, another uh, fast start for you guys, 38 points in the first quarter. What was the key of keeping that, uh, that pedal to the metal and, and blowing this thing wide open? Uh, just keep continuing what we're doing. Like I said, we locked in defensively, really. Um, rotating, talking, communicating, shrinking the floor. Makes the game so much easier for us when we when we playing fast and in transition, you know, because we can all get in the paint and make plays. And then it's this, the floor is just spread because we got so many guys that can shoot the ball. Um, big thing for us is Trent is really coming along uh, these, these, these last games and really playing at a good pace and uh, making the right plays and doing that. And then Mie comes in with this – this uh, amazing energy and crashing the glass. And last game, he do, dove on the floor like three times. I haven't seen that in the NBA game in a long time. So um, it's definitely good to see these young guys out here running, um, playing hard. And it's, it's that's big for us uh, going into this stretch, uh, these last games. All right. And last question, Kristen Kenny, Jazz TV. Speaking of crashing the glass, you did have six rebounds yourself tonight. I know coach is always preaching rebounding. Is that more of a focus for you? Um, yeah, you know, he kind of got on us, um, you know, really harped on that, you know, because we know teams are crashing the glass and um, we know Rudy's coming over to block shots. We know we got to box bigger guys out. So, um, you know, we just all, all – really focused on it. It's a whole team effort. And, um, you know, I'm getting some of those long rebounds that are kind of rolling uh, after Rudy tips him a few times or Faves tips him a few times. And, you know, we off to the races after that. So um, we just doing a good job of concentrating on that. And, um, you know, we just got to keep, take it to another level. All right, thanks so much, Jordan. The man of the night, 30 points, only needed 25 minutes to get it. That was Jordan Clarkson. Right here on the uh, 
Jazz Radio Network. Take another break. Come back. We continue to get you ready for a big one coming up against the Denver Nuggets. We'll take you around the NBA with some of the scores and uh, big moments from around the association. Straight ahead right here on the Zone Sports Network. 1917 here for us to the rack. He jumped up. He surprised me so much I can't spit it out. He dumped it again. That's all, folks. By the way, that's happened to me so many times. I've never made a mistake. Never, ever. That is your play of the game. Brought to you by Larry H. Miller Dealerships for service, sales, and selection. LHMauto.com is where you need to go. Driven by you. Lock killer tonight. Great broadcast as always. And those uh, blowouts aren't easy, but he and Booner, tremendous job as the Jazz get it done. 126 to 94. And now... So we take you around the NBA, Coach. Uh, what a night tonight for the Jazz, not just with a blowout win, but thankfully you saw a weird fourth quarter in which, and it was, you know, Atlanta was starting to pull away a little bit, but they put the pedal to the metal in the fourth quarter and ended up outscoring the Suns 38-15 to in the fourth quarter to a 135-103 victory. Phoenix has been so consistently good, you know, that 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 number really does jump off the page at you because, um, you know, they've won a, a big majority of the, the games they've been in the last 10. And and if they have, you know, struggled, it, it's been by a couple points. So to see them kind of give up that that big lead uh, or excuse me, that big deficit in the fourth quarter really speaks to some fatigue. Yeah. You know, the back end of a back to back on the east, uh, on the east yeah. traveling around. So. Yeah, and that game, I'm telling you, man, I had that one marked as, okay, watch that night because, you know, it's no given the Jazz are going to beat San Antonio both nights. Um, but that was the one that Phoenix could slip up on and certainly did tonight. So the Jazz all by themselves in first place. And uh, then they'll uh, be back at it as they get set for a game against uh, the Nuggets. And that'll be a big one. The Jazz and the Nuggets, hey, uh, you know, those are always, uh, it's always a battle when those two teams get after it. And Denver's playing right now um, at home against New York, and they lead with 26 seconds left in the third. Uh, they're up 19, 88-69. So um, really kind of making uh, kind of a short work of the Knicks so far. Uh, obviously still a whole quarter to play, but Denver's played pretty well. I mean, you take uh, Murray out of that situation, you kind of wonder how they would do, and just shows you how great Jokic is. And, you know, the, the move to get – um, Aaron Gordon was was big for them, um, and uh, you know Austin Rivers actually signed with Denver. So <laughs> hopefully, doesn't we don't see him uh, have a night like he did earlier when he came through here yeah. with a different team. Well, fun night tonight. Jazz with a blowout victory that wraps it up for us. Uh, coming up on Friday, uh, we'll be back at it. Should be a lot of fun. I'm not sure who you're going to be with. Might be me. Might be Hands. We'll just do a mystery. I'll, it'll, be a, it'll be a mystery host coming up on Friday. And then Jake Scott will be back on Saturday. So Jake back in the saddle coming up on the Saturday uh, Saturday game. Uh, big thanks to Alex. is always doing a tremendous job. It was fun hanging out with you for a couple of nights. No, it was awesome. Thanks, Scotty. Appreciate it. Uh, that wraps it up for us. Again, big thanks to everyone on the broadcast tonight. And we'll be back with you Friday. Jazz and Nuggets right here on the Zone Sports Network.